If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Hopeful Hands. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Harding, and we are going to go into a whole different direction with this week's episode, but it's important. So Fun story, my husband discovered this energy drink dilemma himself. And I've had several patients come to me with GI symptoms and we get to the root cause like energy drink consumption. And I just feel we don't know about this enough. Men and women, like it's a fast paced world. Energy drinks are pretty, they taste good, they're everywhere and they become so popular to help just boost that alertness, give us the energy. Some are even marketed as natural and all of the things, but I want to talk about how this increased consumption of these types of drinks really can impact our health, specifically our GI health is where I see it a lot. And let's just have a conversation about this. So energy drinks obviously help with stimulation and help us stay focused and just pick us up out of that slump we're having, whether it's in the morning or afternoon or all day long. But a lot of them have a mix of different vitamins, herbs, sugars, sweeteners, and they promise this energy increase and concentration and all these promises they have. But it's crucial to understand what they could be doing to your body as well. So again, caffeine is obviously like the primary ingredient in these, but the caffeine content varies widely. And then the some of them even contain up to like five cups of coffee per pan. And so we just have to be aware, be a, um, informed consumers of these things. And if you are having some of the symptoms we're going to talk about today, try eliminating and seeing if this is the cause of it. So aside from just caffeine, they have high levels of sugar. Um, it has um, amino acids that are supposed to help like improve physical performance, the B vitamins, which are supposed to help improve the energy. There's the herbals, all the herbals, who knows um, that what's in there, but they contain additional stimulants too. And then let's not talk about the added flavors and colorings and things like that. And that all together mixed into one can can really have some health impact. So again, I want to talk about like the large quantity consumption. If you mix these with alcohol, um, you have the cardiovascular risk. And what's so fun, I actually was the, um, I did science fair judging when I lived in my um, previous hometown. And there was a student who did a science fair project. It was one of my favorite ones to date on energy drinks. And they uh, measured blood pressure and heart rate. And we saw in that study in high school alone how um, age and amount of consumption and even just one can really have an impact on the cardiovascular system. So um, knowing that high caffeine sugar can really have high blood pressure, 
heart rate, um, arrhythmias. Um, that's one of the most serious things that can happen from this too. And then let's talk about neurological. So like overstimulation, anxiety, sleep disturbances. Um, there's even been some reported cases, severe cases of, of seizures happening too. And then let's talk about the metabolic system. So high sugar consumption just clearly is going to contribute to weight gain um, and put us at risk for insulin issues and so many other things too. Dehydration and renal stress. So what does that mean? Caffeine's a diuretic. And so if you're having a high intake of these drinks, you are actually dehydrating yourself. What does that do? Strains your kidneys. So um, let's talk about the gastrointestinal system. So our stomach, our intestines, and how energy drinks plays a role in that. Acid reflux, gastritis. That is like right there. If you have reflux, and you're doing energy drinks, please just try eliminating them. It's, it leads to acid issues, um, irritation in the stomach, especially because most times you're consuming these on empty stomachs. And that's a huge problem too. Um, altered gut motility, so the movement of your stomach, um, can really, caffeine can really change that as well. It increases bowel movements. Um, my people in my practice oftentimes have diarrhea. Um, some have constipation, but many have this like chronic diarrhea. I can't figure it out. Um, and then if you have diarrhea, you're even more prone to dehydration too. Um, the sweeteners and the sugars um, can have an impact on bloating, gas, discomfort as well, just that alone. So there's some reports out there that on um, the GI distress of consuming these energy drinks from mild to severe. Um, and they've linked energy drinks with um, increased hospital visits, especially of gastrointestinal complaints. And again, when my husband was having this, all of his symptoms were GI. He cut them and they went away instantly. Same with a uh, patient I just had recently in my practice. We cut that out. He had heartburn, diarrhea, nausea were some of the main ones. We did this huge workup um, for the diarrhea and things like that. And here we cut out the energy drinks and it was gone. So, well... Completely avoiding energy drinks is the safest option. For that, for many, it's not possible. You're not going to do that right out of the gate tomorrow. So let's begin by just moderation, limiting it. Um, avoid multiple in a day. Start by decreasing how many you drink in a day and then going to every other day. Read the labels. Know what's in them, the additives, the sugar, and avoid them at excess levels. The timing, make sure you have something in your stomach, have some protein, have some food in your stomach versus empty stomach, watch time of day, avoid too close to evening, avoid anything after 2 p.m. for caffeine is kind of the rule I like to follow, and then hydration. If you're drinking them, have a little bit of water, have some flavored water in there too to offset that caffeine effect on dehydration. And then consider some alternatives. Bring some alternative things in while you're weaning off of them. And just know that the actual regulation of energy drinks varies in countries. So there's some regulations on these in other countries because of this. So being aware and just being alert that if you're having some stomach issues, <laughs> ding, 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 look at your consumption of energy drinks and the potential risks that they could be causing. So I hope you found this helpful. Um, thank you so much for listening to Hopeful Hands. Make sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast channels, and we'll see you guys back here next week. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues 
encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.